0: I'm Beth
1: and I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet, a little tart, a
0: little unexpected.
1: Today is Saturday May 19th 2019. Oh I'm sorry it's the 18th. Right. Because it's the full moon And it's called the Flower Moon. Isn't that lovely?
0: Well, with all the flowers I've been playing with, I'm enchanted by that idea.
1: Oh, they're amazing this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we have been gone for a long time. Really sorry about that, but things have been up and down and sideways, and Beth has been working like crazy, and I've been working like crazy, and we're back.
1: Yes, tell us where we're sitting, Leslie.
0: We are sitting in my new old shop. Um, I've had a name change and a major facelift and lots and lots of work to put together. Poppies.
1: And it is beautiful.
0: And I'm really proud of it.
1: You should be.
0: Yeah, we're at 10 Concord Road in Meadows of Dan, uh, just off the Blue Ridge Parkway. Perfect. Yep. And I was here from 2005 to 2011.
1: So it's nice to be home.
0: Nice to be home. It feels just like where I belong.
1: Excellent.
0: And you have been working all the time for the last couple of months. Yeah,
1: well, not all the time. I did get a trip to West Virginia to celebrate Sister Kay's 70th birthday. Which
0: was lovely. Oh, it
1: was. It was so much fun.
0: Yeah, very glad to have that happen. And we just got home, or just got back from the um, monthly community dinner uh, in support of our local fire and rescue service.
1: That's such a nice thing. And Once a month, we all gather and have dinner, and it's like eight bucks for this really good meal. Yeah, yes, yeah, it was
0: really nice. We mm-hmm. got to see a lot of good people that we normally don't. But got to meet a new some new people in the community and um so it was fun mm-hmm. so what else is going
1: on oh my we did have a mother's day celebration and three women from meadows of dan becky fern and mary Locke, came down and helped me at the reynolds homestead they made hats oh that was so much fun! oh the people had fun so. they wrapped their whole heads in paper I mean, it looks like they're mummifying them or no, something. No, but, the,
0: but the, the results were great. We'll have to do a picture. Yes, okay. Yeah. So one of the pictures you, you did, they, they were bigger than they normally, people really Oh, they're pretty all out. big.
1: In no, fact, they are all out. Yeah, it reminds me of those hats from about 1910 right. called Mary Widow hats. Right. And you would wear them and keep. The men from getting too close to you. Yes, (laughs) big brims.
0: Yep, yeah, they were neat. So so that was fun. Yes. uh, Lots of things are blooming now. The rhododendron are magic Mm
1: -hmm. at the
0: moment. So
1: I saw a mock orange tree at my friend Nancy's home. Um, It's Philadelphia is mm-hmm. the actual name. And it's a tree that she thinks has been there since the turn of last century. Wow. And it's quite big. And of course the mock orange has this wonderful fragrance. Yeah. And the blossoms. Just beautiful.
0: Well, probably said that that property has been settled for mm-hmm. a long, long time.
1: Yeah, her farmhouse was built I think she told me eighteen seventies.
0: That sounds reasonable. Mhm. Yeah.
1: Cool. yes
0: all right so are we caught up or do you have anything else you want to talk about oh
1: I think that's good I'm excited to hear what you have to tell us
0: okay well this is a little sweet and I have done something I swore I would never do again I've done it that a couple of times Uh, I swore that I would never carry yarn bowls again. And, But this company, Lenny Mud, has these funny, really well-made yarn bowls. So I got them. They may not sell. The last time I got yarn bowls, I had to give them all away. But these are just too fun. <laughs> have,
1: you, have you sold any? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it may be the same And in fact, I,
0: in fact, I've contracted, I think, to give one away. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the other thing I swore I would never do is make socks.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, I've heard you say that.
0: Yeah, I said I would never make socks again. Well, one day I was sitting down at the house, uh, relaxing. For the fir- one of the first times I got home before 8 or 9 o'clock because I've been working on the shop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all of a sudden, I wanted to make socks
1: you just had this urge i just had
0: this urge so i went i had this um lion brand sockies um i'm not sure what the colorway is but it's blue and kind of gold uh in my stash i had this book it's called think outside the socks (laughs) uh by xix i think is the publisher And I opened it up, and I am making the Dreaming of Tulips pattern. Now, the pattern is supposed to have different colors. I didn't do that. I just wanted a simple sock pattern because it's been a long time since I made socks. Because I wasn't going to ever make them again. So, why this happened, I do not know. But I have socks. I have a sock started as to whether there will be another sock. Is another story for later.
1: <laughs> you might have a stocking for Christmas. <laughs>
0: I may have a stock. Well, it'll be a small one. <laughs> one. <laughs> it'll be kind of a small one, but I think it's going to fit me anyway. So anyhow, that is all I have for knitting. I didn't. I had customers all day, and I didn't look up anything. So that's the knitting
1: story this time. Oh, that's all right. Well, you you can put a picture of
0: yeah yeah. I've, your I've got a picture of my sock and my pattern. Okay, and now we need a little tart, and we have a guest.
1: I'm so excited. And
0: she has been really quiet over there.
2: <laughs> I didn't want so to jump in too soon.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Beth, introduce our guest
1: okay, <laughs> We are so happy to have Ida Chapel here visiting us from North Carolina. Oh, I can't even say that Fouquet
2: Fuque Varena.
1: There you go. There you go. And we've known each other. For a couple years, uh, you've come to our church. Yes. And also, we've been friends on Facebook. Right. For a few years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, it's just so nice to have you well, up thank you. here. And if you could first tell us how you got your name.
2: Well, my I name. I love it. And pronounce it again. It's Aida. Uh, <laughs> my granddaddy used to call me Aida Banana. So that's an easy way to kind of remember it. Okay. Well, I
1: didn't remember. I said I ate it. <laughs> well,
2: because it's spelled A-I-D-A, which if you've seen it more than you've heard it, which is the case for you, Beth, right. you want to throw that A in there, but when you're speaking it, you don't really hear the A. There's right. actually an umlaut over the I, mm-hmm. uh, which s- sort of changes the name, the way it's Oh. Pronounced, but um, I was actually named after the opera uh, Aida. Oh, uh, my,
1: okay. Yeah, my, that makes sense. Yeah, see, now. that's how I
2: remember it. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, my okay. Father was a band director when I was born. Oh. He wanted to name all the kids after operas, and my mama said, no, 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 no. So I was the lucky one that got the
0: name. <laughs> well, it's a delightful What's name. It's beautiful.
2: Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and they couldn't figure out what to go with, that, what would go good with Aida, but there's an aria in the opera called uh, Celeste Aida, which means my heavenly Aida.
1: Ooh. So
2: my name is Celeste Aida. Mm. That's
1: really nice. Where did okay. you grow up?
2: Uh, I was born in Arkansas.
1: Okay. I was
2: raised in Louisiana. I grew up in Georgia, and I had lived in North Carolina most of my life.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, so, <laughs> you're a southern I'm a girl. a southern girl. You yes. are a
2: southern belle. Yes,
0: I am. <laughs> yeah, okay, and how did you find Meadows of Dan? Oh, Meadows
2: of Dan is a wonderful place. Um, I actually work for a motorcycle shop. Uh, that's how my husband and I met many, many years ago, uh, our love of motorcycling. Yeah. And we were working down at the motorcycle shop one day, and Will Beers who runs Willville up here in Meadow Zedan, came by passing out flyers for his brand new motorcycle only campground. So we came up that year and that was like 2001 yeah. and fell in love with the place, fell in love with Will, fell in love with the campground, fell in love with Meadow Zedan and the community here. And we have been coming up um, regularly for 20 years. Well, you
0: know, I guess I've known you almost that long then, right. off and on.
2: Yeah. I hadn't
0: really thought about it being that long, but it yeah. has been. A long wow. Time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to imagine it's been that long that we've been coming up here.
0: Yeah. So. Well, well, we're delighted to have yeah. you. Thank for you. For sure.
2: Glad to be here. I think of this as my second home.
0: So yeah, well, maybe we definitely one day it will be more than
2: that. We definitely
0: think. And so you're camping down at Willville this weekend. Yes,
2: I am. I rode my bike up all by myself
1: this weekend.
2: (laughs) New adventure. Um, We had sort of given up tent camping, so I have uh, gotten all my camping gear back out, and I loaded the bike up with my tent and my sleeping bag and the whole nine yards, and loaded it up, and rode up here all by myself, and set up my campsite, and I'm ready to camp this weekend.
0: Yeah, your your campsite looked really good. Ah, thanks. You know, your your tent up and
2: everything. I nice. wasn't sure it was still going to uh, be all in one piece. It's been so <laughs> long since I've had it out, probably a decade. Wow. So I did put it up at home before I yeah. came up here, just to make sure it was all there and all in one piece, and... The
0: mice hadn't got to uh Right.
2: <laughs> now we'll see how well it sleeps tonight, though.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, now, tell us how you first got interested, how you even ended up working in a motorcycle shop and, and how that came about.
2: Wow. Um, well, I've sort of been interested in motorcycles my whole life. Um, and I got involved with a motorcycle club uh, when I moved to Raleigh. North Carolina, uh, a local BMW motorcycle club and got really involved with it. At the time, I was working for a savings and loan and I went through the savings and loan fiasco, so I lost Mm. my job when Mm. they shut down the savings and loan. Mm. Um, So I had to figure out what I was going to do with my life and I had started dating my soon-to-be husband at that Point in time, and he had retired many years before and was uh, sort of doing part time work down at the motorcycle shop. And in my, since I didn't have a job to go to, uh, I was going and hanging out at the motorcycle shop uh, to be with Graham. And I was hanging out for so long, they finally said, you're here all the time anyway. Why don't we put you to work? All right.
1: <laughs> That's great.
2: <laughs> so I started working, and I have been doing it ever since. Cool. I took a break for about four years. Yeah. Uh, stopped, and then, uh, then they called me up and said, help. We need all your right. help. And so I went back. So, Good. But it's just small part-time. Yeah. Basically on my own terms, so.
0: So have you been riding that as long as you had been with the mo- with the shop? Or? Yeah,
2: so I actually started riding motorcycles about 1986, huh. um, and I bought my I had a little I learned on a really small Yamaha 175 cc bike. Yeah, um, and I bought my BMW in 1992. <laughs> um, it was eight years old, but it only had 52 miles on it. Oh, so wow. Who like did a it
1: belong to?
2: Well, this lady bought the bike, brand new, drove it home, parked it in her garage. Her husband got mad at her. She never <laughs> rode it. <laughs> Eight years later, she took it back to the motorcycle shop she bought it from and sold it back to him. So it had those 52 miles on it, and that's all. And she had never even titled the bike.
1: Oh my goodness! So what a wild story! So
2: I got the bike. It was eight years old, but it only had fifty-two miles on it. Wow! So um, that's so. That's when I started riding on my own, right. basically. Before that, I was riding with friends on as a passenger. Mm. So since '86 is when I've started riding wow. on my own, mm. so, and it's a joy. Yeah.
0: Oh, now, uh, so this was a woman's motorcycle. Is there, like, a consideration to buying a motorcycle if you're a woman?
2: Well, this was not a woman's motorcycle. Well, I, just I mean, had it belonged
0: to, to a woman right, before. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, well, the things you have to, It's more about your physicality. What I'm vertically challenged, so... <laughs> It's hard, for, yeah, it's hard for me to find a motorcycle that I can actually reach the ground on, that I can mm. touch the ground when I'm sitting on the bike. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was that as well as the weight of the motorcycle yeah. and the style of riding. There's all kinds of different styles, whether you like the Harley-Davidson cruiser kind, mm-hmm. and a lot of those, you, you put your feet out in front of you. Yeah, um, or the sport bikes, and that's usually you're leaning forward and crotch right. down and to go right. fast. So we
0: see a lot of those around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And mine is sort of a touring bike, so you sort of sit in it more like a chair. Mm-hmm. You know, you just sit there and your feet are sort of right underneath you, right. instead of in front or behind you, and it's a lot more comfortable for taking long distance trips, sure. which is what we did on the the BMW mm-hmm. motorcycles.
1: So, what are some of the trips?
2: Well, um, my husband and I traveled a, quite a bit uh, together, um, but we made two cross-country trips. In um, 2000, we went out to California and back um, wow. via national parks. Well, what a
1: wonderful trip. And
2: so, trip. Uh, yes. yeah, the southern route. So we went down through Utah and Texas and uh, Death Valley and, and uh, Sequoia and um, and we weren't going to stop at Yosemite but we wanted to do the Grand Canyon but we couldn't because that they were having fires out there yeah. so we had this extra time so everybody said you can't get into Yosemite unless you have reservations ahead of time well we just decided to give it a chance anyway and we went in and we got A campground, a campsite for one night only. So, but Yosemite was a really highlight for us that trip. Then in uh, 2004, we went back to California cross country. We trailered them up to my uncle's in uh, Montana, and offloaded them, and then did the northern route, the north, northwest Pacific, and did out through Glacier National Park in Washington and Idaho and uh, the Olympic Peninsula, the national park there, uh, all the way down into California to the Redwoods and um, before we headed back.
1: Whoa, those sound wonderful. absolutely.
2: yeah, we've now, had are
1: there many campgrounds like Willville that are just motorcycle?
2: There's a handful. And, is that all? And the ones I know of, I don't know that much about what's out west. Most of the there's, uh, and most of them are close to the Blue Ridge Parkway, of course, mm-hmm. because it's a motorcycle haven. The, the yeah. motorcycle parkway is a wonderful, wonderful road to ride on the motorcycle. So, um, there's two or three in. North Carolina. Yeah, There's Willville. I can't think of any north of here. And then there's one down in Georgia, such as Georgia, which was the first one I ever heard of called Two Wheels Only, T-W-O. Oh, good yeah. name. Yeah. And uh, they had been around since 70s or 80s. Wow. So they were probably th- the first established mm-hmm. one. And other ones have started... Popping up since then. Yeah. And I think we're going to start seeing more and more of them.
0: Well, it's, it's a it's a really great idea. Yeah. And well, we'll, you know, came around and started talking about it. We, yeah. We, we didn't know. Right. You know, being outside the culture, we didn't have any idea that uh, about it. And it's been quite a success for yeah. me, I think.
2: Yeah, And he's done basically word of mouth and only word yeah. of mouth. Yeah, He doesn't, you know, he, he took his flyers out to all the, because... Uh, he was working in Raleigh at the time, and right. he was spending his weekends coming yeah, up coming here. Yeah, coming up
0: here getting ready. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, so he passed out flyers at all the motorcycle dealerships and sure. stuff. And then... How many sites does he have there? Uh, well, it's sort of just a big open field. I don't know what he was... Yeah, I don't think, I don't know how formal I know it was. I know when he got... Uh, when he first opened up, he had to have specific sites. Right. Um... But it's sort of just a free, open field, and if you can find a place, you can camp. But yeah. he's never completely full. I think he's been, well, he has events there, and sometimes they, they limit the number to maybe 200, something yeah. like that, yeah. um, at the events, so
1: because yeah. he can
2: only, I guess his bathhouse or whatever can no. only accommodate so much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Well, I would say probably a large portion of our um, visitors these days are on motorcycles, yeah, but there's a lot. It seems like it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a great place to ride, and there's oh, yeah. some really, really great roads around here. Yeah, uh, other sure. than the parkway. Yeah.
0: You know, so. Yeah for sure, the uh, Beth has posted pictures at the. Uh, candy factory of the entire parking lot full <laughs> of, you know, oh, yeah. of motorcycle clubs yeah. and different things.
2: Well, and it's close enough, Meadows of Dan is close enough to Winston-Salem sure. and Greensboro. It's a good day ride, you know, you just ride yeah. up for the day and ride yeah. back. I'm not quite that yeah. close. Yeah, it makes it easy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And people are familiar with it.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm, so we appreciate them.
2: Well, oh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great place to come up and hang out. Yeah. Hang out on the porch and talk yeah. to the folks. and Have meet. your ice cream. That's and... exactly right. Meet new folks. and
0: Well, when you're coming up so much, like you've gotten to know us right. over the years, you do get to know a lot of people. You know, you're, you're great friends with Mike and Will and, right. and all those guys. And yeah. I, I'm Facebook friends with some of those fellows because of knowing you guys. Um, that I've really only met a couple of times, right. but I enjoy being, you know, kind of connected with them because yeah. uh, it's a little bit different life than what I'm it used <laughs> to. Yeah, you know, I, m- my life is like a half, a quarter of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much all <laughs> back and forth. So yeah, I've enjoyed that. Now you were talking about a book earlier called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance that yes. you said you have uh, read several
1: times. Oh, yes. I read that in college. I think for a couple different classes, wrote yeah. papers on it. Um, I read
0: it one, or once or twice years and years ago. Then I read remember.
1: it aloud to my ex-husband. We did, It was about a year's worth. You know, before bed, I would read, you know, 10 pages or something. Right. And we really enjoyed that.
0: That, was, that interesting. was a good one
1: to do it. And I do have some quotes that I'll bring up.
0: Yeah, a little when while. I didn't know comes. if you had something you wanted to kind of tie have in our Have you read Life? life?
2: I, re- I read it many years ago. You yes, might enjoy When I was in reading. college, is, right. I think, was when I read
1: it. So. Tell good. us about your college days. What did you study? I majored in theater.
2: Oh, oh I
1: love it.
2: Wonderful. And that's what brought me to North Carolina uh-huh uh, i worked for the summer at unto these hills in cherokee oh
1: yes. in
2: cherokee and fell in love with the mountains uh. and fell in, and that's and that's why i love this place so much yeah um, absolutely and so i i moved to the triangle area because of the contacts i made that summer at under these hills hoping to get into the business and yeah it yeah, you know, they say 98% of all actors are unemployed, yeah. so
1: <laughs> I
2: became a banker.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, so... Yeah, so it didn't go anywhere. I did a lot, you know, I did community stuff, I did, um, I, I did a couple, of, I had an internship at the Alliance Theater... In Atlanta. I actually got an internship
1: at the Barters Theater up oh, in West did? Virginia. But in, in Abington. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, uh,
2: I turned it down though. Oh. oh. I, I ended up staying close to home and I went to the uh, Alliance Theater there in Atlanta oh, okay. where my family oh. is. So. <laughs> yeah. But I sort of. Regret that a little bit because I would have loved. I think that would have been a great experience to go up to the Barter Theater.
1: Mm, it is. Yeah. I just love going yeah. to the yeah, Barter.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. about you know that's about our only theater in the area. Formal, isn't it?
1: Is oh, there I more? don't know. There's Roanoke. There's yeah. the one in Marion that people go to. Yeah, Mount, I don't. Lincoln, I don't know much about uh, Mill Mountain and Roanoke. And, I, I, I mean, there's not. There's not more mountains a whole still lot. there? I'm not sure. It's been years since I've gone to a play yeah. there. Uh, but the barter is the... It's a special. It's, well, it's, it is called the State Theater of right. Virginia. It actually oh, yeah. has that distinction, that, right. that label on it. And there's no place quite like it. Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, we've gone a couple of times, two, three, mm-hmm. or four times over the years. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: well, you know, I was dating a fella that always had tickets. He would buy a packet for the year, uh, you know, to see five, six plays, whatever. That was hard when I, when we broke up. It was like I'm giving up the barter. Yeah, that's you know, rough. that was <laughs> right. That, that, I really had to think long well, and hard. Yeah. It was like when I split from my ex-husband, and he brought me coffee in bed every morning. Mm-hmm. And I think I stayed a couple extra years because <laughs> Just of Just because of that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm not a morning person, oh, so this either. was a wonderful yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Graham oh. and I used to start our mornings with coffee in bed together. Oh, how yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. that
1: is precious, precious.
2: Yep, for
0: sure. Um,
1: now, we met... I. I know you used to sometimes come to Mayberry Presbyterian when y'all were yeah, up here, when we were which up here, was we would great. Go.
2: Yeah, we like yeah. the small yeah. community churches. It
1: is; it's a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah very special little place it is. So I have the shop now, but oh. I think uh, with um, Lauren, the um, young minister, she's been sending out uh, yes. I guess once a week a little um, sermonette. And I've enjoyed those so much. They are
1: good. Too. They
0: are really good, and uh, I've really enjoyed that. Uh, she, I think she sends an email, and maybe she puts it on the Facebook page, possibly.
1: I haven't looked on that. I, uh, I get yeah, it by email, and yeah. I always read it. That's yeah, one of those absolutely. things out Yeah, absolutely. I really
0: enjoyed port. those, so uh-huh. it like kind of keeps me connected.
1: They're very thoughtful.
0: Yeah, and uh, Miss Childress is, uh, Jean Childress has been by a time
1: or two, and oh, so nice. she catches me up on everybody's news. Good. Well, maybe you can open your shop at ten on. Well, Sundays. the problem is Dad, mm-hmm. because
0: um, he goes to church on Saturdays and on Sundays he's wiped out. Right. And so it's really hard um, with the time, when they did the time change. It messed him up, oh. and he—I just can't really get away in time. So uh, once, once this winter, once this winter happens, I'll come back. So it'll be okay.
1: Yeah, we do what we can do. Exactly. That's right.
0: Yeah, I just—I mainly miss the companionship, you know. Yeah.
1: There's,
0: there's some we really miss good your,
1: people. We miss your singing voice.
0: Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> she has a nice voice. There's oh, some, good. some good people there, mm-hmm. for sure, and I enjoyed them a lot.
1: Now I'm doing the children's sermon tomorrow.
2: Yeah, you said. <laughs> I <Which laughs> uh... learned something new from you. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we can tell our listeners Absolutely. that uh, and I just learned this today. That the unicorn is actually mentioned by name in the Bible in Deuteronomy. And mm-hmm. I I never knew that.
0: Well I actually knew it, I don't know how.
1: Okay. So yeah. Somewhere along the way, I had
0: run across that. Some, oh. Maybe a, when I was a kid, there was a book, "Animals of the Bible," and it was mentioned.
1: Okay. I just somehow, in my years of living, that slipped by. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not a prominent thing. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy is not a favorite.
1: No, of I most people. and that may be because I tend to <laughs> not ignore it, but uh, skip it.
0: Yeah. Years yes. ago, uh, well, your spiritual group. It mm-hmm. uh, started out as a Bible study. We right. read the entire Bible over the course of two years. And I think it got a little bogged down in Leviticus and Deuteronomy.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> but we cooked and we made it through. There wasn't a lot of discussion in some of those <laughs> chapters, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else have um, we got to talk about along the lines of motorcycles and women and is it any um do you run into things being a woman on a motorcycle that maybe a man on the motorcycle wouldn't besides the physical oh she rolled her eyes
2: (laughs) (laughs) well up until now i've i've always had a male companion with me true
1: Uh so
2: it's not quite the same as I'm anticipating it's going to be now that I'm riding by myself. Yeah. Um, but uh, for instance, we were coming back from Houston one trip and my bike was doing this, small, this little weave. It was sort of an odd, it was a setup problem. Hmm. Well, I knew it was going on, but there wasn't anything I could really do about it. And another motorcyclist comes up beside us and sort of waves us over And he goes to my husband behind me and says, she's got a problem with her motorcycle. Oh. Instead of talking to you. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking Um, about. And early on with this motorcycle club, we decided to have a ladies-only campout. Mm Mm-hmm. That I think they're still doing it. I haven't done it in many years. But the very first one we had, it was out out at Carr Lake uh, on the North Mm Carolina-Virginia border. Mm -hmm got a big campground and we all packed our tents and went up there and there was these guys camping over beside and so we're trying to get our motorcycles down and you know in the dirt down into the campsite and the guys wanted to come over and help us maneuver our motorcycles (laughs) i guess they figured we were women we couldn't do it ourselves so they got
1: Talk to yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you run into that kind of thing, but I think you do that as a woman, regardless. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I just wondered if maybe there would be, and and some of it's like southern chivalry. They they mean well. Yeah. But you know they wouldn't do that if it was a guy.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Mm. but
2: I may have a lot of lessons ahead of me. We'll see.
1: Yeah. So you have a quite a few friends, female friends, who ride.
2: Yeah, um, and actually, there's some uh, two female campers there this weekend. They're okay. A, they're both professors, and they're they came from Albany, New York, and they've got the whole summer. They're going out to California. Cool. And they're each Excellent. on their own motorcycle. Excellent. So you're seeing it more and more. Oh, sure. And yeah. um, next weekend, I'm meeting a. a another woman motorcyclist that's meeting me here at Willville mm-hmm. next weekend and in the middle of June I've got another woman friend coming down from Canada that we're gonna meet at Willville. <laughs> All right. And head out to Tennessee for a, a national motorcycle rally. Wow. So yeah, they're they're out there. Wow. Well, we
0: always yeah. say Meadow the center of the universe. It is. Because <laughs> most, people, most people have been to Meadow whether they know it or not. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. You're going back up and down this parkway.
2: If you go down the parkway, you've been on Meadow Zedan. You've been Medizidin. past
0: Meadow Yep. Yep. All right. Well, shall we do... A little unexpected since sure. we brought up since we brought up Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. And who wrote that?
1: I didn't Persig. Know. Uh-huh. Robert Robert M. Persig. Persig. Yeah. Yeah. And I just brought this up so it's not like I have scanned the I mean you know, scanned through them right. to pick out. So some may be odd, but this first one sort of made me think um hope it doesn't offend anyone
0: we don't care <laughs>
1: that's true we make you think don't we listeners yeah all right when one person suffers from a delusion it is called insanity when many people suffer from a delusion it is called a religion
0: ooh, ooh.
1: <laughs> see
0: Oh, All right, and,
1: and it's funny because the first... I was a religious studies major in college, okay. and so it was a religion class that got me okay. reading this first. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. If so, I remember
2: correctly, it was about this guy trying to um, basically come up with his own religion, his own philosophy, philosophy.
1: of life. Philosophy, philosophy of, of life. life, yes. Yes, and, and how working on motorcycles... These Channel things. Batten. Yes, yes. Now here's one: the place to improve the world is first in one's heart and head and hands, and then work outward from there. Which is true.
0: Well, I got like I mean, one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there, there is a um, a philosophy that I sort of followed. For, uh, followed is basically you take care of your Patch. You know, just concentrate on your patch and make it as good as you can, and hopefully it will spread out. I like that. Uh And don't mess with anybody else's patch.
1: (laughs) You're right, right. Now, this one's good. You look at where you're going and where you are, and it never makes sense. But then you look back at where you've been, and a pattern seems to emerge.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh huh. When you look back on your life and you say, oh yeah, like when I discovered Meadows of Dan, you know? And yeah. it makes sense now. At the time, it was like, why do I want to move to this place where I know nobody? Right. And all it is is just this inner feeling. But now that I've been here since 2001, same as you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel that I definitely was supposed to be here.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. Okay. Sometimes it's a little better to travel than to arrive. Okay, uh-huh. that's cool. now that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that one. And this is a good one, too. We're in such a hurry most of the time, we never get much chance to talk. The result is a kind of endless day to day shallowness, a monotony that leaves a person wondering years later where all the time went and sorry that it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that does happen. But once again, I think we're very fortunate in our friends and community up here. We are. Where we talk for real. Yeah. You know, the book clubs, even over dinner tonight at the community dinner, right. where it's not all just shallowness. I mean, yeah. we get into real things.
0: Years ago, uh, Routine and I were over in, in Floyd, and we were having lunch And there were some other people around, and we were, you know, involved in our conversation. And this man walked up to us uh, and said that it amazed him about this area that people talked. Uh Uh-huh. You know, talk, people really check. talked because we were, I'm sure we were philosophizing or whatever. <laughs> right. you know? Discussing a book. Yeah, yes. yeah, whatever we were talking about, the ideas or whatever. Right. Uh, he said it, it just really amazed him that people talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I always said that if I ever reached the point with a man that I was sitting in a restaurant and we were both eating and not talking to shoot me now, you know, because you look at those couples that sit there through the whole meal and they just eat, and that always bothered me that they never had anything. It's like that Bonnie Raitt song, or whoever wrote it originally about I go, you you know, you go to work in the morning, and come home eight hours later and have nothing to say. Yeah. I mean, that's just that that really bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. that people people should talk to each other. Nothing else, you say what's on your mind. A penny for your thoughts. Yep. Yes. Good point. Okay, I've got one more okay. if that's all right.
0: Yeah, that's pretty Okay. Some, uh, good discussion.
1: Um and this one involves actual motorcycles. In a car you're always in a compartment. And because you're used to it. You don't realize that through that car window everything you see is just more TV. You're a passive observer and it is all moving by you boringly in a frame. On a cycle the frame is gone. You're completely in contact with it all. You're in the scene, not just watching it anymore. And the sense of presence is overwhelming.
2: Absolutely. Amen to that, huh? Yes.
1: Ah, nice. You
2: smell the smells. Whether it's the flowers blooming or the cows in the yard. Mm -hmm. You get it all, you know. Mm -hmm. And you get the the wind, you get the weather, Mm -hmm. you get the fresh breeze, the sun or the rain, whatever it is. Or the hail. Or the hail. Oh yes, or the hail. And you are in it. You are immersed in it. It's absolutely true. Is that the main attraction? I think it is. Well, it's a, it's a freedom. It's yeah. a being a part of the world around you. I yeah. always said I felt closer to God when I'm riding my motorcycle uh-huh. out in the world um, than probably anywhere else. I mean, right. people would have, you know, when you... Uh, trying to meditate or relax. You know, imagine yourself at the beach or one of Mm -hmm. your favorite places. Me, it was on my motorcycle driving up Highway 220 in Virginia (laughs) down through that valley. There Mm -hmm. you go. Um, It was just the sights and the smells Mm -hmm. of that particular route. I remember riding that route and singing hymns to myself as I
0: was riding. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. We have we know some really cool people. <laughs> yes, we
1: do, Leslie. Yeah, we've
0: had, we've had and two. this was a
1: great idea to invite yeah. her. Spur the, of the moment, We, we coerced her. Yes, the poor lady was eating at the community <laughs> dinner. And I'm like, what are you doing after supper? Let's go podcast. <laughs> we <stole> her away. <laughs> and you did a great job. Well, thank, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you
0: for
2: having me. It was a real yeah. pleasure.
0: All right, I privilege. guess we'll wrap it up. Our show notes can be found at quincepodcast.com. We're also on Facebook under Quince Podcast. Um, you can find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Beth Amonford or Leslie Sheeler, And we're also on Stitcher Radio if you have that app on your phone or tablet.
1: And? All right. Thank you all so much.
0: All right. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.